The entire history of Teyvat explained. Let's start. Millions of years before the Traveler arrives, there's the Old World, filled with dragons, the shops, and the Seven Sovereign. The Seven rules over the Seven Nations that attuned to their presence, and they all came from the Light Realm. Then boom! The Primordial One comes, and it's a being destined to take the Eternal Thrones of the Heavens. And the Primordial One challenges the Seven Sovereigns for the throne, and wins. The subject of the Seven escapes to the ocean, and the Primordial One makes the Earth and the Heaven for humanity. This leads to the existence of three realms, the Light Realms of the Dragons, the Vishop, Humans for Humans, and the Abyssal Void Realm. The Primordial One and one of its shades meets all of life and humanity made a covenant with the being. A single unified human civilization spans the whole world which Enkanomiya was a part of. During this time, the Seelies were a race who guided humanity. There were three moons who were sisters named Arya, Sonnet, and Kenon. Then the being called the Second who came, came, and a war broke out between the Primordial One and the Second. Enkanomiya falls into the ocean during the disaster and is cut off from the surface realm. After the war, the winner forbade info that was older than the war. The people of Enkanomiya tries to escape but fail even after building the Daimichi Mikoshi. 6,000 years before Genshin happens, Morax is born, a god with power over Geo. Then a Seelie fell in love with a human but got cursed and now all Seelies are dumb. And the Three Moons sisters got sad because like they're the descendants of the Seelies and they somehow killed each other, leaving only corpse to be the only moon. Then the sun carried fell and made the chasm. A few years after this, the earth is still covered with raw elements, unending fire, ice, and more stuff. The messenger of gods made the world hospitable so humans can live in it, and they also live with them. And hum humans can still communicate with Celestia, the heaven, directly. But the world Celestia created was in a cycle, and then they die. And the gods create humans again, and they die again. Around this time though, a civilization split from the rest and it became prideful. Arrogant, if you would like to say. And well, if you hadn't guessed, it angered the gods. So some people became what we like to say, sacrifices. And they made a monument there and named it the Sal Vindok and the mountain as Vindok near. The civilization that I mentioned earlier was godless and it was Conria, if you hadn't guessed by now. And the future of the nation is one full of death and destruction. But no spoilers, and by this time, they are making robots to fight against Celestia. More years pass and civilizations start to pop up everywhere. One in Star Snatched Cliff, Windwheel Highlands, and a lot more. And some rando guy named Andreas turned into a god. So, you know, cool. Remember Morax? Well, he finally grew up and he goes to Liyue and does some god stuff. Kills some monsters, raise some mountains, calming the seas, and he also made a friend, the goddess of dust. And in Azuma, some Tanuki evolved and started to fight some Kitsunis. How? I don't know. And the war somehow lasted for 1,600 years. Over at Sumeru, a king is the son of the sky, born after the fall of the Seelies and Moon Sisters, if the legends are true. The king, Ruka Devada, and a flower goddess became friends, and they made a palace, only to be ruined because the flower goddess died. So yeah, after that, Ruka Devada and the king just left each other, and they both just made a civilization. Both died in the end. Over 2,000 years ago, or something, before Genshin happened, Celestia made a job application to be an Archon. Now, there are 7 spots, and as you might have guessed, the struggle to get the job made a lot of friends, enemies. And this is called the Archon War. Morax fought against his new friend, but in the middle of all this, a nameless bard made a friend, a tiny wind spirit, that would actually become the Archon Barbados. And remember Andreas? Well, he became really eager to get the job, but his tactics were... Unusual at best, as he was trying to attack Mondstadt, but failed. But then he realized that his power ain't for helping. Because like, you know, his power is blizzard, so it's not it's not for it's it's not helping anyone. So he just gave the seed to, spoiler alert, the wind spirit. 
And so Barbados became the Animo Archon. He did help out, but left after he got scared that he'd be a tyrant. Back in Liyue, most cities are destroyed and the Dusk Goddess died. Morax made a deal with the dragon and the dragon helped out. At Inazuma, Raiden Makoto and Raiden Ai killed a lot of gods. Actually, all the gods there. And Makoto became the Electro Archon. In the end, the seven seats are filled, but the gods who don't like the seven fled to the Dark Sea, where they become evil gods. Over 1,500 years, all of the Archons die, leaving only Morax and Barbados alive as the original seven. Now, the duties of the seven was supposed to be to guide humanity, but the newer ones were like, no. Few more years later, some riots happened in Mondstadt, some killings, you know, minor events. In Liyue, Chi-Chi was born as a human. Hundred years later, Morax signed a contract to not tell anyone about the Cataclysm. And in Kanria, Dine Self was born and the King of Kanria ripped away the Veil of Sin, which results in the Cataclysm. 501 years before the events of Genshin Impact, the Traveler and his or her sibling crash-landed on Teyvat. The Traveler is unconscious, but the sibling traveled around Teyvat for a while, you know, a little sightseeing after crash-landing on a different reality. But then the Cataclysm happened and monsters from the Abyss appeared everywhere in Teyvat. And the Heavenly Principles destroyed Kanya because, you know, they were arrogant and they found out the truth of the world. The Heavenly Principles guy also changed most of the people of Kanya into the hill girls that you kill in Genshin Impact. The Traveler finally wakes up. Anyways, the Traveler and the sibling tried to escape but got stopped by the Unknown God. Now, we do not know what this unknown god is, but we can take guesses. Anyway, they were in a battle, blah blah blah, sword fighting, but the unknown god was stronger and she trapped both of them in cubes. And somehow, the traveler had the audacity to sleep again. Even worse, because the traveler ended up sleeping for 500 years, which then kickstarts the whole events of Genshin Impact. So yeah, that was basically all the events that had the most impact of the game, pun not intended. There was more stuff that happened all over Teyvat, like for example Durin destroying some of Mondstadt and then falling all over it, Val, Syndogmir or something. A meteorite fell on Niue and a lot of monsters came out, so Adeptis and Morax had to help. Makoto died and then I made a puppet named Raiden Shogun, Dine Self becoming immortal as a curse and you know, some more stuff. Again, the, the Traveler sibling woke up first and he or she took more time to get more sightseeing around Teyvat with Dineself and Piero. Now, the sibling would also become the leader of the Abyss Order. Few more years later, Piero became the first of the 11 Fatui Harbingers. Then, the Witch of the Flames became the 8 of the Fatui Harbingers. Lesser Lord Kusanali was also born and became the general. More stuff happens. A lot of stuff happens. Then, 500 years after that, the Traveler finally wakes up and meets Paimon. What happens next is Genshin Impact. Yeah, that, that was a very long episode, but yeah, that, that that's kind of all. There are a lot of holes because like not all info are important and some things I can't really tell you because like the full story isn't there because the seven nations aren't out yet. But yeah, that that's basically all of history of Teyvat. I don't expect you to subscribe because quality ain't that good. But if you did, I'd be really happy. I'd be really happy if you did, but you know, if you didn't, that's also fine. I don't want to be like those stereotypical YouTubers that, no, I ain't doing that. Anyways, yeah, that's all. Comment anything that I said wrong or didn't say, but we're important.